0: a CSCRA Talk, a podcast by Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association. I'm your host, Kristen Brown. Joining me today is Will Durrett, a rancher in the Texas Panhandle in northeastern New Mexico and also a Superior Livestock Rep. We discuss value-added opportunities for ranchers to not leave money on the table. Will, thanks for joining me on the podcast today.
1: Kristen, it's a pleasure to be with you. This is my first podcast, so I'm a little bit nervous and excited. and uh... Good to be with you today.
0: With the rising cost of inputs, it's more important than ever to get the most for your cattle. Today, we're going to talk about opportunities for cattle to do just that. So to start us out, let's talk about some of the basic practices that can provide an additional return, like a comprehensive vaccination program, background in calves, the beef quality assurance certification. Talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, that's a great way to dive into this talk, Kristen. As far as basic practices to provide maximum return on your investment, the things that I listed out were, like you mentioned, vaccination protocol. You know, since Superior started their vac programs, everybody sees the logos on the screen of vac twenty four, vac twenty four, excuse me, thirty four, forty five, sixty. To break that down. I think the, the industry standard, as far as you know, most of the superior buyers go, is calves are expected to have one round of seven or eight-way black blackleg, also a round of Pasturella that could be Manheimia multossa or Manheimia hemolytica, and then one five-way viral preferred modified live. So those three shots are kind of the baseline. For what calves are expected to have now what i encourage my customers to do is if you're able to wean your calves for 45 or 60 days you know with two or three rounds of shots that's best case scenario but if you can't do that you know if you can give them a, a booster shot before you ship them and wean them then that's you know the next best case scenario and if you can't do that If you can at least get the three required shots in them at branding, then do that. So I don't tell people what they need to be doing. I just try to to help them work around what their management strategy is. So obviously having a strong vaccination program is important. As you mentioned, BQA, you know, I'm BQA certified. It's easy to go online and get BQA certified and as far as you know we'll talk about later some of these third-party programs but bqa and learning how to give the shots correctly and where to give them and stuff like that it's important to the person buying the calves for sure and there's a value to that you know something else that i encourage people to do is look at your genetics i don't tell people what bulls or, or where they need to buy but One way to improve your calf crop in a hurry is to buy some name-brand reputable bulls, and one bull generally breeds 20 or 30 cows a year, so that's a quick way to uh, improve your genetics.
0: So going a bit more in-depth into the opportunities for ranchers, let's talk about some of the owner-certified programs. Tell us about that next step of opportunity.
1: Yeah, the owner certified programs as far as superior livestock is concerned would be owner certified natural or owner certified natural plus. And that would basically be the owner of the cattle signing an affidavit saying these cattle have never had an implant hormone. They've never had an animal, excuse me, an, anti, an antibiotic and they've never been fed animal byproducts. And so that's something that a pretty easy threshold to meet. One of the main problems that I get into in owner certified programs or verified programs, which we'll talk about later, is if you treat an animal with an antibiotic, you need to be able to identify it whether it's a, you know, an ear notch, a bobtail, an ear tag, You know, you're right, it's it's number down. Sometimes people will doctor their cattle, not identify them, turn them back out in with the herd, and then they'll ask me about these programs, tell them, and then they say, well, we doctored however many cattle and we don't know which ones. And so at that point, we have to get some management in place and regroup for the following year. But that's one thing I'll point out to, to someone who's thinking about getting into a Owner-certified natural program is, you know, again, it gets back to record-keeping. Bill to identify what animal was treated and, and, you know, falls out of the program when we need to come off at shipping time.
0: Sure. Now, with, with the owner-certified programs, what are some of the requirements? What does, what does the paperwork look like for that category?
1: Well, it's basically a, a one-page affidavit. There is a difference in owner-certified natural and owner-certified natural plus. The plus basically means that you're willing to sign other affidavits that are required by various packers, so it seems like nowadays every packer's kept their own affidavit, but I'm looking at it right now. It just says that Solar certifies, they are the original owner of the cattle. They've never had an antibiotic. They've never received a hormone. And then they haven't had animal byproducts fed to them, such as from fish, from birds, mammals. And then one thing I didn't mention earlier is they haven't had ionophores like Bovatec or Rumensin. So that affidavit is basically going to be the same as as the affidavits that most of the packers are going to ask you to sign. But nearly all of these packer affidavits are requiring the cattle on their affidavits to be 50% black or red Angus. And so that's something that I'm real careful about when we sell these cattle is if we're going to advertise them as owner certified natural plus, then then they need to be 50% Angus or red Angus, because inevitably, affidavit we get asked to sign later on for the packer of where they're going to be killed. That's going to be a requirement.
0: Sure, that makes sense. So, yes, again, record keeping, knowing your cattle. And really, with this level, it takes a little bit more planning kind of a vision for it that that this is what you're going to do and being aware of your feed and just double checking all of those things and and having your plan in place if one needs to be doctored because of course cattlemen are good stewards of their animals and they're not going to let one suffer but they just need a plan if one needs to be doctored how that's exactly so is there a range of premiums that producers can expect to get for their cattle
1: yeah i'm real careful to make. Promises I can't keep as uh, far as premiums and, and prices and stuff like that. You know, I'm I'm in the, the business of managing customers' expectations. So sure. uh, I always try to under-promise and over-deliver, if that makes sense. But no, before we got on here, I was looking at a study that was done by Kansas State based on the superior data. I think the superior calf sales from 2019 and you know according to that study if you look at the vac 24 program which is a ball and calf with one round of the three shots if that's the baseline and then you bump it up to a calf with a ball and calf with two rounds of shots which would be back 34 back 34 plus three to five dollars a hundred a hundred weight is what those premiums were and then if you bumped it up another level to VAC forty-five and VAC sixty, you know, which is calves with two rounds of shots that are weaned forty-five, sixty days. You know, I'm simplifying all this obviously, but you know, weaned calf with two rounds of shots, that premium was more like seven to ten dollars. And so there's definitely money on the table for improved level of shots and then also Backgrounding, preconditioning, weaning. And then the evidence for, you know, having cattle that were BQA certified was about a dollar hundredweight, according to this study. And I didn't find anything on the owner certified natural. But just from my observation, you know, if a guy tells me he's got some cattle that, that meet the, the owner certified natural, Specs, you know. Then we sign that affidavit. We advertise them that way. I mean, sometimes it might not make any difference, or sometimes it might be worth two or three or four or five dollars a hundred. And that would especially be the case on. Uh, it seems like the black Angus cattle are the most likely to get a bump, a premium in the owner-certified natural plus program. That's what my observation has been.
0: Very interesting, and and yeah, that's just. Kind of some ranges that's helpful to know and I, we know we know you can't guarantee anything and yeah that's just the cattle the cattle market so let's move into more of those in-depth programs such as Gap or, or the verified natural beef that require the third-party audit what do the audits look like let's start there because you know I think that's something it's more in-depth than just the owner certified program so what would a producer be looking at? if they are interested in doing these more in-depth programs?
1: Okay, so the third-party programs, like you said, they're more in-depth, they're more involved, what you can expect. For me, I'm I'm enrolled in the third-party programs, and so I go through these audits, I help people through these audits, but basically what you can expect is, you know, record-keeping is important, the very basic level of of a third-party audit is source and age verification so you're going to need to know when you turn your bulls out you're going to need to know when you pick your bulls up you're going to need to know when the first calf was born when your last calf was born so establishing age of your your oldest and your youngest calf that's step one and then like i mentioned before NHTC, the non-hormone-treated cattle, that would kind of be the next level up. And then verified natural would be the next level up. And basically, that's uh, you know cattle that have not had a, an antibiotic or an ionophore or an animal byproduct. And so... The hang up there is is people that like I said have doctored something and can't identify So you definitely need to be able to identify your treated animals. And then taking it, you know, another step up is there's demand in the marketplace for for animals that have been ethically and humanely raised and treated right. And so the animal husbandry end of it, you know, BQA is part of that. I'm my global where food comes from has a new program called care that encompasses the way animals are raised as you know there's also a program called gap which stands for global animal partnership that program is administered by earth claims but it's basically people just want to you know buy beef that they know has been ethically and humanely raised and uh you know 99% of the people I work for they're doing you know like you said people care for their animals they they want what's best for them and so most ranchers are you know meeting the requirements to be in these programs it's just a matter of going through the hoops jumping through the expense of the audit and that was something you had mentioned in your questions is is what these programs cost let me just start by saying that the premiums and the value to the cattle are worth more you know when these programs are bundled together so you know, it's not real meaningful to have sourcing native cattle that aren't also, you know, verified natural in NHTC. So, I would, if you're going to look at doing them, look at doing doing a lot of them together. And it's not scary. It's not hard. It's just, uh, like you said, it's a matter of of record keeping, being organized, being forthcoming to, you know, show an auditor around your place. In my experience with auditors. The ones I work with, are, you know, come from ranching background, and so they're not, you know, they're not inspectors that are out there looking to get you doing something wrong. They're they're ranchers that have been in your shoes, and they're trying to help you qualify for these programs so you can get more money for your cattle. So it's it's not a adversarial situation per se, but it requires, you know, an hour or two of paperwork, and then generally uh, you know maybe an hour or two of a phone interview, and then. You know half a day in the field on your ranch with an auditor showing them your cattle showing them the pastures you know showing them your medicine room and so you got to be forthcoming with the uh, you know with how you're operating your cattle and and what you're doing but one important criteria for these third party program cattle is everything has to have an e i d button before it leaves the ranch and goes to the next location so the audit depending upon what programs you enroll in, I would say rough figures you're looking at a couple thousand dollars, a thousand to two thousand dollars would be would be my best guess. And then EID tags that go in the air are generally three or four dollars ahead. So it is an investment and for me personally I don't recommend programs for everybody, especially if, you know, if they're not pretty gung-ho about it. I don't tell somebody to, to go do the programs. I'd I'd prefer it to be their idea. But, you know, I kind of look at two loads, two loads of cattle as, as the threshold to where I would think it is worth doing. One load of cattle, I can't say that I would jump on board, but if you got two loads of cattle and you can spread that investment of the audit out, over two loads of cattle or more because the audit is going to be the same whether you have 100 cattle or 1,000 cattle. The audit's the same regardless of the size of your operation. The only increased expense in the, the size of your herd would be the extra EID buds, you know. So that's kind of the programs in a nutshell. And let me back up, and I'm sure one of your next questions is going to be to uh, talk about the the premiums for these third party verified programs and I don't have you know dollar amounts in front of me but what I will say is I know for a fact that on the packer end of the deal, some of these cattle that are in a lot of the programs, NHTC Verified Natural Source and Age, Care Gap, cattle that enrolled a lot of those programs, they might be worth three or four hundred dollars ahead at the Packer. And so The way I try to explain it to the producer is, okay, he's buying these cattle for this amount of money. He's getting a four hundred dollar premium at the end. If that's what it is, it may not be that right now. But anyways, it has been that much. So if he's getting three or four hundred dollars at the packer, he's he's willing to you know share part of that return with you. So if he's getting three hundred, maybe he'll give you one hundred and fifty dollars extra or hundred dollars extra so i think that the program the third party programs have the potential to bring 10 20 bucks 100 in some cases on someone's cattle and another thing that i would mention is the straighter older more days weaned that those cattle have those program cattle the more valuable they're going to be because obviously if you ship somebody a 400 pound and calf that's in a third-party program, well, there's a lot of risk to getting that calf straight and getting them on feed and getting them to the packer. You know, there's a lot of days between 400 pounds when you ship them and 13, 1,400 pounds when he's ready to kill. So it seems to me pretty obvious that, you know, the yearling-type cattle that are seven, eight, nine hundred 900 pounds, they're the ones that are most likely to see the big premiums just because there's a lot to getting them to the fat stage where they're going to go to the packer. And so even taking a balling calf up to a backgrounded wing calf, I think would add value to your program. So one of the first things I ask customers that are thinking about the third-party programs is what kind of cattle are you planning on on marketing? I mean, are you going to sell calves right off the cows? Because if you are, you know, there may not be a whole lot of premium there. I mean, I think this year, this summer, there certainly was premium for balling calves and programs, but not as much as as what a wean calf in programs would have been, and then not as much as what a yearling, you know, seven 800-pound yearling would have been. So that's a consideration for the programs is, is what you're wanting to, to do with your cattle. And, you know, another thing I ought to mention is on the programs, you know, you don't have to have the programs in place, you know, before the cattle are born or when the cattle are born. You have to have the programs in place before the cattle, you know, leave your ranch. And so, you can call, you know, IMI Global or another third-party verified company in the summertime, you know, after Brandon's done, and say, "Hey, I want to verify these cattle," and they could come out and do it, and the process can be done before you sell them and ship them. So people need to understand that the process doesn't have to be in place before the cattle are born. The process has to be in place before the, the cattle leave the ranch. But, you know, obviously having that EID button in their ear before they leave the ranch is, is critical. And I encourage people to do that at Brandon if they can. If you know you're going to wean, then you can do it at weaning. But uh, I have had instances where people still program cattle. They plan on weaning. They didn't wean. And so then we're Shipping ball and calves and we got to find an opportunity to get that button in there and that can be challenging so i I encourage people to to put the eid buttons in at branding if at all possible
0: well that is all really great information and helpful to know and so insightful i think our listeners are going to appreciate knowing knowing all that and especially the point about you know it doesn't have to be you don't have to know a year out or nine months out anything like that like you can you can make it happen Well, Will, thank you so much for your time today and all your information and knowledge that you've shared with us.
1: My pleasure, Kristen. Thank you for having me on.
0: And to our listeners, thanks for being with us today. We invite you to be part of one of our ranch gatherings and virtual Ranching 101. For a full list of ranch gathering locations, Ranching 101 topics, and more information about cattle raisers, visit tscra.org or email events at tscra.org.